the pandemic, social unrest, the state, and the White House. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. Well, folks, good afternoon. It's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Very warm outside right now. Good afternoon. It's 106. You're listening to The John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, depetro.com. As you just heard, this uh, heat wave right now, depending on where you are, it's at least 90 degrees, but it feels certain parts of the state, it feels like it is 100 degrees outside. So it is, um, this is right now the hottest point of the day between now and four o'clock. It's going to cool down not that much this evening. And then tomorrow is going to be another hot day. And then Wednesday is going to be a hot day. And then rain moving in, apparently, for the long 4th of July weekend. But it will, in fact, at least cool things off. Folks, this portion of the program. Now, right now, it's 107. And you're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Or also, good afternoon to those who are listening uh, online at the website, depietro.com. If you want to be nice and cool... I'll tell you who can deliver. J.K.L. Engineering. Call J.K.L. Engineering today. They're licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. It's J.K.L. Engineering. Call them 401-351-7600. 401-351-7600. J.K.L. Now, it's going to be a hot summer. Central Air is much more affordable than you realize. Call J.K.L. Engineering today. 401 351 7600. Estimates are free. Financing is available. Call JKL. They're licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. Wherever you're listing right now. Today is Monday. It is June 28th. It is it feels like it's 100 degrees outside. And tomorrow's going to be hotter. Call them today. At least get on the books. Who knows what August is going to be like? What July is going to be like? Call JKL 401 351 7600. 54 years in business, licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. It's JKL Engineering. Call them 401 351 7600. 401 351 7600. Folks, JKL Engineering. 54 years in business. Reputation second to none. And remember, estimates are free. Financing is available. If you want to be cool this summer, call JKL 401-351-7600. Now, folks, on a national basis, as you just heard in the news, this um, situation down in Florida, 151 still missing. Beach building turns into a mass grave. And a lot of questions are mounting. Now neighbors fear their safety. And if you see the way that this is situated, I mean, it's right along the water. There's a lot of building there. And now people are questioning exactly how did they, how did they were able to get the permits that they did. Death toll hits 10. Champlin condo collapse. Fifth day of search for 151 people. Oh, my goodness. Another body was discovered in the rubble of the towers condo building. Official death toll to 10. That leaves 151 unaccounted for. Day 5 of the match, uh, the massive search and rescue effort has drawn international help speculation. What caused the collapse of an occupied 12-story condominium in the middle of the night? Right now, the top concern is search, rescue, and find. Sunday, families got their first look at the rescue effort in person. They shouted the names of the loved ones. Ah, their desperate cries momentarily breaking the solemn silence of the search. The visit also answered questions from families who worried the pace of the search effort was too slow. He pointed out the complexity of the process, the need for safety. Families saw a firefighter slip 20 feet down a pile of rubble. Wow. At the same time, Surfside Mayor Charles Burkett talked about a younger young girl he met at the scene Sunday. One of her parents was lost in the collapse, but she was staying with her other parent in the Champlin building that's still standing. Burkett said he was sitting alone clutching her phone. She was sitting alone clutching her phone, reading a Jewish prayer to herself. 
She wasn't crying. She was just lost. They're going to try to find her, tell her we're all trying to try to take care of her. Um, they did not yet identify the latest person recovered. They're still in the process reaching out to relatives. Last Sunday, officials identified four people recovered. Uh, one 80 years old, 26 years old, seventh floor, um, and a couple other people they didn't mention the floors. And an early morning thunderstorm gave way to sunshine. Um, one person didn't miss her 8 a.m. beach walk, but the last few days haven't been the same. Dressed in black, athletic gear. She'd see her friend uh, leave the complex every day, drive to work. It wasn't until she saw the pile of debris she realized she wouldn't see him the next day. He is one of the 151 unaccounted for in this tragedy. Still, folks, unknown exactly how this thing uh, just went down. Concerns grow for older condos. Now, that's certainly a problem. Now, again, you know, Florida is, um, there's a lot of building that goes on. And a lot of it is um, crews are tunneling under rubble of the collapsed tower. Uh, It sounds very complex, the rescue mission. Um, Terrible, gut-wrenching scene. It is obviously, like, if you go on the website of the Miami Herald, um, obviously they have incredible and you you just see where there's one building standing there or part of it and then the rest is just completely collapsed surfside official was sent disturbing report he told the condo board that the build the building was in good shape that's a problem a month after an engineering report flagged major structural damage at the champlin tower south the chief building official for the town of Surfside, told residents the condominium was in very good shape. He reviewed the engineer's report. Record show condo board member forwarded a copy to him two days earlier. Uh, structure report survey detailed the uh, structural deficiencies, mechanical engineering problem. Uh, this past Saturday, he didn't remember getting the report. Wow. I don't know anything about it. That's from 2018. Declined to comment. All right, so that's obviously, um, folks, something to watch in a major problem. Now, again, I want to just, um, President Trump, he had a huge turnout for his rally. Once again, folks, they, the media, they're somewhat ignoring him. They're not Trump. Here's how it was reported. Trump airs old election grievances and return to rally stage. Former President Trump reprised his election grievances. And baseless claims of fraud as he returned to the rally state Saturday, holding his first campaign-style event since leaving the White House. I'm going to play some of the sound. Um, one of the other people there, though, was the uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene was like one of the opening acts. Um, president Trump is my president. She asked the crowd, who's your president? Traffic through the afternoon was backed up from the fairground into town. Pro-Trump signs dotted residents' lawns. One street vendor sold Trump Trump 2024 flags, other merchandise supporters. So, listen, he still got a huge crowd. Uh, Some people were surprised it was not covered on Fox News Channel. Um, But... It, um, it, it did get coverage. If you wanted to see it, there were live streams available. I want to play some of the sound. Again, the president, he, listen, folks, he knows the issues. He's going to continue to point them out. And I think the Biden situation just continues to get worse. Uh, um, let me just check. I want to see who that is. Oh, okay. Um. Let me play some of the sound of President Trump from the other night. By all accounts, I thought it seemingly was a successful rally and uh, had an excellent response to the crowd. He also had uh, Congressman Jim Jordan was there with President Trump. Let me play a little bit of uh, President Trump with Jim Jordan. Heard from me, they want to hear from you. Mostly, what they want is for you to run in 2024 and go back to the White House. Thank you all very much. 
senators, Capitol Hill, they said, you got to see this guy working out. You know, they work out. They're not in good shape. They never were. They were never athletes or anything. And he was a uh, champion, NCAA champ. He was uh, one of the greats. And he works out. And they say, you wouldn't believe this guy. He burns out the machines. The machines are catching. They're like burning out. They're smoking. But, you know, the reason he never wears a jacket, because he's in great shape. Okay? He's in great shape. I say, Jimmy, you ever wear a jacket? Now he feels comfortable this way. Me, I'd rather wear a jacket. Most I think would rather wear it. But he's a great person. He's tough and he's smart and he's uh, incredible. So thank you both. And Marjorie, thank you very much. Folks, again, you know, you get the rolling train of consciousness. Um, let's hear a little more. President Trump, very, very successful rally. More jobs for Ohio families, fair trade for Ohio workers, and more Ohio factories forging more products stamped with that beautiful, beautiful phrase, made. future. We will defend American sovereignty. We will secure America's borders and we will end illegal immigration, that dangerous, horrible term once and for all. We will break up big tech monopolies, reject left-wing cancel culture, and we will restore the right to free speech in America. We will protect innocent life, we will defend our Constitution, and we will proudly uphold Judeo-Christian values and principles of our nation's founding. We will care for our veterans, continue to strengthen our military, and give our police officers, border patrol, ICE, and law enforcement of all kinds, 100 percent support. There will be no defunding. We will restore patriotic education to our schools and we will teach our children to love their country, honor our history, and always respect our great American flag. No matter how powerful the sinister forces, we are up against may seem and they do look powerful and they get more powerful as we get weak and we got weak over the last five months very very pathetic and very very weak we must never forget this country does not belong to them it belongs to you the american people this is your home this nation is your heritage and our magnificent american liberty is your God-given right. The people of this land will not be ruled and talked down to by corrupt politicians, petty tyrants, left-wing bullies, or socialist bureaucrats in a place called Washington, D.C. It's not going to happen. Our ancestors are the people that crossed an ocean for the right to live and pray and speak as they saw fit. They are the people who risk everything. They risk everything. Think of what you're here and you're generally happy, not necessarily 100% because of what took place. But they are the people who risk their lives to boldly declare their independence and then defeated the most powerful military on earth to win their freedom. Brave, incredible, brilliant people. And our ancestors are the people who tamed the great wilderness, settled a vast continent, laid down the railroads, raised up the skyscrapers, and poured out their blood, sweat, and tears to build this country into the greatest nation in the history of the world, and we're not going to let it go. We will respect our heroes like 
George Washington and Abraham Lincoln and Thomas Jefferson. They will not be taken from us. America is still the nation that conquered the Wild West, that vanquished the murderous dictators, that ended the evil empires, and that sent a brave young man from Ohio to a plant. Think of it. Sent, do you know who the man I'm talking about is? Who am I talking about? Do you know who it is? The stars and stripes are on the face of the moon. Do you know who the man is, right? Do you know? Huh? You know? He? You know who it is. There is no mountain we cannot climb. There is no summit we cannot reach. There is nothing that we cannot do. There is absolutely nothing we cannot match. There is no challenge that you will let us down. You will never let us down. The people of Ohio will never let us down. The people of our country will never let us down. We will not bend. We will not break. We will not yield. We will never give in. We will never give up. We will never back down. We will never, ever surrender. My fellow Americans, our movement is far from over. In fact, our fight has only just begun. We are one movement, one people, one family, and one glorious nation under God. So with American pride swelling in our hearts and American courage stirring in our souls, I say these words to you tonight. We will make America powerful again. We will make America wealthy again. We will make America strong again. We will make America proud again. We will make America Folks, again, that was President Trump from Saturday night. Very, very successful rally. First time out. And I, I recognize that. And again, folks, good afternoon. It's 124. It's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Listen, the story of the day is obviously the weather. I mean, it is um, wildly. It's uh, very, very hot out. This is the hottest day so far of the year. I think tomorrow may... Um, Let's see. Uh, could top that, as a matter of fact. So, but the temperature right now, uh, depending on where you are, but it basically feels like 100 degrees. Feels like 100. Very, very muggy out. It's going to be hot all day. Tomorrow's going to be even, dare I say, worse. And then Wednesday, more of the same. So, a real heat wave. Uh, but nice day to be inside, relax, enjoy yourself, and just listen to. The John DePietro Show. Folks, we are uh, weekdays. We start at 11 and we go till 2. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. I know that certain uh, media is, you know, they feel uh, President Trump went out there and it's just more of the same. And he's not uh, really, you know, inventing new things or listen, he he's playing the hits. He's playing the hits. That that is what you know. People, um, that's what people want. People and a lot of the same issues are are there. So it's not like uh, everything has been straightened out and and gone away. It a lot of the issues that President Trump that he had. Uh, that he had addressed that they, they continue to be a major issue. And that's what, why would you do anything other than, than that? So, folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show is brought by Ryan's Appliance Repair. Remember what we say, when your appliance is dying, just call Ryan. 
Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096, 401-710-7096. Ryan's Appliance Repair, repairs on all makes and models of appliance, appliances, Call Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096. Saturday appointments are available. All work is guaranteed for 90 days, parts and labor. And remember, if your appliance is dying, just call Ryan, 401-710-7096. He will repair your vehicle and... and uh, Excuse me, he will repair your appliance no matter what it is. And a lot of times, uh, Ryan has told me that when he goes into someone's home, they have several appliances that are not working properly. Maybe during the pandemic that a lot of people, and I understand it, they they uh, felt uncomfortable letting someone into their home. You felt uncomfortable letting someone into your home. But, folks, get the appliance fixed. Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096. When your appliance is dying, just call Ryan. Whether it's your washing machine or your dryer or your stove or your refrigerator, Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096. And online, ryansappliancerepairri.com. When your appliance is dying, just call Ryan, 401 401- 7010-7096. Well, folks, good afternoon. Again, the uh, story is definitely the weather. And then later today, we're going to meet the three teens that were involved. And this is a big story with this off-duty Pawtucket police officer, Officer Daniel Dolan, who was off-duty involved with shooting this unarmed teen. Uh, there were three of them in the car. And I want to repeat to people. That I don't I don't think people fully understand it's the use of deadly force. When do we allow deadly force? We allow deadly force when it is absolutely 100 percent necessary. You, you don't. You don't just decide, you know. You, you don't just decide that. Um. Somebody flipped him off on the highway, and so therefore, even though there's no threat, he can shoot them. In the United States, the use of deadly force is lawful when they believe the subject poses a significant threat of seriously bodily injury or death to themselves or others. I repeat, lawful subject poses a significant threat, bodily injury or death. There's, there, there's no element of that in this case. There's no element at all. As a matter of fact, um, deadly force, a reasonable person, death or serious harm, under conditions extreme necessity, all lesser means have failed or cannot be employed. Not three teens driving to pick up a pizza. That's not an excuse. People, well, I need to know what happened on the highway. It, it, it's irrelevant. At that moment in time, when do we allow someone to use deadly force? When at that moment in time, let's just say the officer had gotten out with his weapon, which he did. This Pawtucket police officer was off duty. And then they start going after him. Then, and only then would it be. But then why was he pulling them over in the first place? If you haven't seen the video, I do have the webs, the um, video posted. There, there, there's no, it's not reasonable of why he was then chasing after him. He pulled out the gun. They started to back up. And then he chased them, jumped on the hood of the car, reached around, and shot the driver with two witnesses inside. This guy, folks, what's about to happen, and again, good afternoon. It's 30. It's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. What's about to happen is the Pawtucket police are about to be put under the microscope. This was not a robbery. There was no crime here. Um, This is not you just like blast somebody. There's no seemingly legitimate reason of why this Pawtucket off-duty, mind you, he's in a white truck. Casual clothes. 
He apparently just, I heard, recently moved into the West Greenwich area. He encounters three youths on the highway. But I'm, I'm amazed at some of the comments of the people. Well, I need to know what's going on on the highway. Why would that matter? All you need to see is the video that we have posted on the website, depetro.com. And then you can, that's, that's game, ball game over right there in that video that we have posted on the website. He comes booking out. He's got, you know, he's like almost like on fire. People are speculating, like, was he in his right frame of mind? I don't know the answer to that. But were they a threat? They certainly don't seem to be a threat. Was it a mistaken identity? I don't know. They didn't. People, well, maybe they had a weapon in the car. Well, they didn't have a weapon in the car because then police... Uh, arrived on the scene and there was no weapon found. Well, maybe they're dangerous criminals. Well, they have no criminal record. Why why did he shoot them then? We don't know. It seems totally unjustified. I don't understand any of it. And I say that as someone who supports law enforcement and who backs the blue, but like it's got to be within reason. This guy, this police officer is going to be arrested and charged. And I don't know what was going on in his mind, why he felt a need. I just don't understand people that feel, well, maybe they flipped him off on the highway. Therefore, it would be perfectly reasonable to be perfectly reasonable for him to then shoot the driver of the car. Like, what are you talking about? No, reasonable force. And by the way, he's not that kind of a shot. He shot him in the arm. He easily could have shot him in the heart. Shot him in the arm. Could have been, boom, right in the heart. Dead. Could have killed him. For what? And then what would have happened? He was the driver. This is total cowboy. Unreal. Now, today is Monday, June 28th. And let me tell you what Senator Rhode Island, Senator Sheldon Whitehouse what is he doing on this? He is, folks, he is, they're having him underground. They're going to try to keep him off the radar. I noticed that there was an event earlier today, and Senator Reid was there, and I believe Congressman Cicilline was there. But what I'm also noticing is there doesn't seem to be a mention that not only is Senator Whitehouse not there, but it doesn't sound like anyone was asking, why isn't he, he there? Not that I'm aware of. I'm still going to check it out. It's possible. But I don't know why, why, why wouldn't the local media report that there was an event and Senator Whitehouse didn't go? And the reason he didn't go is he's basically in hiding. He is underground. He's in hiding. But one of the reasons why... Senator Whitehouse, Senator Sheldon Whitehouse, one of the reasons why he was so caught off guard, he was caught off guard because he didn't expect anyone from the local media to question, didn't expect anyone from the local media to question him regarding the whites-only club that he is, in fact, a member of so so he was like you know the local media they don't ask me about the the whites only club that i'm a member of and i think a good example of how he became comfortable in thinking that is the fact that when he doesn't attend an event for no particular reason the media doesn't report that that white house did not attend it I'm seeing Senator Reed, Cicilline, Governor McKee, other dignitaries celebrating a new 42-unit affordable housing development in Smithfield. Um, but, but there's no mention that Senator Whitehouse didn't attend. And why is that? Why wasn't it mentioned? See, I think that's part of it. I think it's part of it as that... People don't even realize that they kind of cover for him a little bit. They cover for him in the in the nature of 
not even mentioning when the reason he didn't go to the event is because he's still underground because of his reply about being a member of an all-white club. That's why he didn't attend. And I would think it's going to be this week, and then it's going to be next week, and then maybe he emerges um, in Washington sometime after that. The Wall Street Journal really um, went after him over the course of the weekend. But um, let me just also see. I'm seeing the weird story behind his beach club furor. Now, there are people, by the way, that are trying to defend him in a ridiculous fashion, trying to insist that this is somehow, you know, the Republican right, right-wing media, as they like to say, that are trying to um, go after him. I want to see exactly who um, wrote this story. Uh, it's well-known in Rhode Island. Let me just see if I can who wrote this story? The weird story behind his white cloud, white uh, Senator Sheldon Whitehouse. Senator Sheldon Whitehouse Association with Bailey's Beach, widely known in Rhode Island, not much of a controversy till a week ago when it suddenly exploded into the national scene, fueled by power of Twitter and a growing national beat over race inequality in America. It's made extra juicy by unsubstantiated claims that Bailey's Beach Club, elite club uh, JFK, and Jackie Kennedy frolicked in the waves, all-white organization that he promised to resign from when he first ran for Senate in 2006. One veteran of one veteran of Rhode Island's political journalism expressed some surprise in an old story about his affiliation blew up into a national controversy. Scott McKay, longtime political reporter of the Providence Journal, political analyst, blah blah blah. That in his general election, Bob Flanders tried to call out the Senate over his membership, but the attack fell flat. They say because Flanders is the president of the Dunes Club. Case said the exclusivity of Bailey's well-known Rhode Island. He recalled an old Newport Society rumor that Kennedy, when he was a senator, couldn't sign a check at the club with Jackie Kennedy's family members because he was Catholic. The president got full membership only after he was elected president. Kennedy's biographer at Harvard couldn't confirm the story. Conservative critics have groused about his membership in the club. Um, uh, Bob Flanders is not a sitting senator. Bob Flanders hasn't commented. See, they don't even point out the fact that Scott McKay is basically a socialist. He's beyond a liberal progressive. He is a socialist. And he was always giving cover. Uh, Scott McKay thought Link Chafee did a good job as governor. Scott McKay never would have done a story on Senator Whitehouse. On the morning of Friday, June 19th, before the White House story made national news, um, Sheldon's only whites, uh, Sheldon's only whites in the House. Uh, Go Local Prav reported Saturday he was da-da-da-da-da. Uh, uh, promised to quit, got picked up, huge splash. So they're trying to, Fox News jumped on the story, New York Post was on it. Soon after the New York Times, Washington Post picked up on it, uh, committed leaving the club, also included a statement that he had never made such promise. Washington Post ran two stories, blah, blah, blah. Um, promised to quit the club, 2006. Was unable to point any reporting and promised to quit, said it was common knowledge. Announced it was resigning all single-sex clubs and clubs that did not include minorities. He resigned from the reading room, transferred his shares to his wife's ownership. Um, bah, bah, bah. Spokesman for White House said the Senate had transferred his shares in the club. Fueled the controversy, appeared to acknowledge the club didn't include anyone of color. White House said he was caught off guard when Kate Nagel, the news editor at Go Local Prov, asked him a concern about the all-white club. Uh, the story shifted dramatically when the club, known as, uh, issued a statement that it's inaccurate and false. Um, boom, boom, boom. I just want to skip down. Where, what, why Fenton pushed back in? Any criticism or reporting arguing his response carried the story on its own. Uh, if you take the most exclusive club in D.C., multiply it by 10, it's not as exclusive as Bailey's Beach Club. The legacy goes back to families like the Vanderbilts. They've been members for generations. 
knows because we've talked to a lot of members over four years. In a letter, a uh, statement would not ask his wife to resign. One significant media outlet that held back from reporting was the journal. The journal led its story with the club's denial. That is true the first time that they reported on it. White House explained in a statement that he made the mistake of accepting the premise of it. Uh, McKay, here we go now, was trying to do cleanup for White House, said it, it didn't jump on Goloco because we know better. That McKay, who worked for the journal, said we know better. He said in journalistic circles, Goloco is not well regarded. So now he's going to attack Goloco Prov. They often post stories with bylines with contrast with standard journalistic practices, um, publishing bylines associated with good journalism. Uh, So now they're going to start to attack Go Local Prov, where they describe as a pay-to-play operation. Fenton rejected criticism of the practices. They didn't publish stories with bylines, protect reporters for harassment and threats. Oh, okay. We've broken a large number of crime story, organized crime. Um, well, that's that's actually not, I, this one. I, I agree that they don't put any name on it. We have sponsored content, uh, blah blah blah, motivated by political agenda. Uh, I donated. Spoke. Wasn't aware of him co-hosting a fundraiser for White House and Rick. Uh, Fenton once served as an aide to former Senator John Chafee. Later served as a member of the Providence City Council. His wife, who interviewed, posted the video, served as an aide to former Link Chafee, whom White House defeated. So they're trying to, boy, what a BS story this is. Wow. Holy cow. I can't believe what a BS story this one is. Trying to see, folks, they refuse to, and now the journal's trying to pick up on it. The journal, who... You know, didn't go with the story because they got beat on the story are now trying to um, now go and point and what's at it. What fueled the story was Senator Sheldon Whitehouse's reaction to the story. That's what fueled the story. And he's a member of the club. But notice the way Scott McKay, who's been retired, jumps out of retirement to defend Senator Whitehouse. Why? Because he's a progressive and they stick together. And it's the, it, it, Senator Whitehouse's reaction to the question is what fueled it. And then they start to go into the whole thing of just attacking the source. So, which is very, very common. You know, they're not wrong that the Providence Journal did not comment on the story. They're not wrong with that in any way. Folks, good afternoon on this very warm Monday. It's John DePietro. Right now, it's 144. The big national story is that of the building collapse and the search goes on for survivors. Locally, the State House should wrap up the session. I can only imagine how, I can't even imagine how warm it's going to be inside there. They do not have air conditioning at the Rhode Island State House. So it's going to be very, very warm in there this week. Governor McKee set to do his uh, press briefing tomorrow. I was thinking of going, but not if it's going to be a sweat box. Um, and then the big story uh, locally is still focusing on the situation regarding the uh, shooting with the off-duty Pawtucket police officer. And then there's a couple of other stories that are out there. But the big national story is this tragedy that has uh, taken place um, overseas. Hey, folks, I want to remind you that If you're listening right now, and let's just say either you or someone that you know was in an auto accident or a motorcycle accident, slip and fall, workplace injury, uh, pick up the phone. And as I like to say, fight back, call Jack. Jack Calvino, 401-785-9400. Free consultation. You need a fighter. Jack Calvino, 401-785-9400, or online at fightbackcalljack.com. Free consultation, Fight Back Call Jack. He's got 50 years personal experience and personal injury law, 100 years total combined for the staff. So if you're in an accident, motorcycle accident, slip and fall, workplace injury, free consultation, Jack Calvino, 401-785-9400, 401-785-9400, or online, fightbackcalljack.com, 401-785-9400, fightbackcalljack.com. Free consultation. It would be great 
if you were uh, the, the best scenario would be if you were somehow involved with an auto accident or a slip and fall or a workplace injury. The best scenario would be if then the other party steps forward and says, we absolutely want to compensate you for what happened. But, folks, it just doesn't work that way, unfortunately. Pick up the phone, fight back, call Jack, 401-785-9400. Folks, again, visit the website, depetro.com. And one of our sponsors at depetro.com is Surplus Provisions, Pontiac Avenue in Cranston, this unique, incredible store. Remember, they have tactical gear and body armor. Uh, Stop in and see them. They also are on Facebook. So body armor, tactical gear, ammo, pepper spray, surplus provisions. Pontiac Avenue in Cranston, this unique store. People drive from all over and stop in and visit them at surplus provisions, Pontiac Avenue in Cranston. So um, that is a, a, a ridiculous story, as a matter of fact, regarding the situation with Senator Whitehouse that somehow um, that this whole thing was contrived. It's, it's very simple. Uh, and I am no defender of, of Go Local Prov. I mean, I am no defender of Go Local Prov in any way. But the, the fact that they're digging out Scott McKay and trying to go after him in that way... Um, and this is like pushback of where did this come from and what's the real agenda? They're doing everything possible. No, this was a story that was just sitting out there. And the Providence Journal wouldn't go after it. So that's exactly what it is. Um, and it, it's that. And it was the answer that Senator Whitehouse gave when he was asked about it. Um, that's what it was. So, and really, and nothing more than that. So, for someone to try to um, point out that somehow there was an agenda to the story or anything, no. He, he, his answer of a longstanding Providence of Rhode Island tradition, Senator Whitehouse saying longstanding Biden, uh, Rhode Island tradition with these all-white clubs, that's what fueled the story. Now, I'm seeing that we have some sound regarding the White House press briefing for today. The weird story behind it. That, that is ridiculous. That has nothing to do with it. All right. Let me um, check this out. Under questioning from Fox's Peter Ducey, White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki argues it's Republicans who have been defunding the police and not supporting law enforcement because they didn't vote for the Biden stimulus bond. That is absolutely ridiculous. But I do want to hear this. Defunded the police by not supporting the American Rescue Plan. But how is it that that is an argument uh, to be made when the president never mentioned needing money for police to stop a crime wave when he was selling the American Rescue Plan? Well, the president did mention that the American Rescue Plan, the state and local funding, something that was supported by the president, a lot of Democrats who supported and voted for the bill, could help ensure uh, local cops were kept on the beat in communities across the country. As you know, didn't receive a single Republican vote. That funding has been used to keep cops on the beat. But at the time, that was told us that these local police departments might have a pandemic-related budget shortfall, not we need to keep cops on the beat because there's a crime wave. I think that any local uh, department would argue that keeping cops on the beat to keep communities safe when they had to, because of budget shortfalls, fire police is is something that helps them address yeah. crime in their local communities. In local communities, the White House's argument was the American Rescue Plan is going to be $1,400 checks. It's going to be vaccines, vaccinators. Uh, it's going to put us on the path to beating the virus. Not It did those things as well. It was a pretty good bill and piece of legislation. Wow, that is completely disingenuous, folks. Completely disingenuous. That is ludicrous. Republicans are the supporters of the police. What an absolute joke. Ilan Omar says every illegal in the U.S. should have a pathway to citizenship. Based on what? Based on what should they? Why? Why should they? What? What is she talking about? Wrongo. 
progressives rally outside the White House. Signs saying Biden is a coward. Biden is engaged in a balancing act. This was yesterday on Meet the Press. Uh, We also can show you one of the signs that one of the the people in this crowd was carrying. It says Joe Biden is a coward, uh, talking about the infrastructure package and the way all of that back and forth uh, played out. Uh, Do you agree with what these signs say in, in this crowd you were just talking to? Is the president a coward? No, I don't agree with that. Uh, The president has been working with the Congressional Progressive Caucus uh, even uh, during his campaign and came forth with the most progressive democratic platform uh, in our country's history, arguably. And since he's been in uh, office, he has met consistently with the Progressive Caucus and he's met with uh, myself and other members of the squad uh, to have these discussions. So he is engaged in a balancing act, obviously. He wants to balance his relationship with Republicans uh, and the more moderate Democrats as well um, as the progressives, which is what what a president is supposed to do. Um, However, I also want to say that progressives organized across the country to help Biden take the White House. We also organized to help uh, make Georgia blue and bring two uh, Senate seats blue in Georgia, which gave us control of the White House, the Senate, and the House of Representatives. So now that we have that control, we have to deliver for the American people. The American people support uh, HR1 and S1. I know that's not what we're talking about, but they support democracy reform. They support going big on infrastructure. They support a $15 minimum wage. And what the Republicans continue to show is obstruction and continue to show that they're more uh, more invested in their corporate backers and corporate interests. Absolutely ridiculous. Completely ridiculous. The spending that is going on is so absurd at this point. Completely out of control. Folks, good afternoon. It's 153. It's John DePietro on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can um, always listen online at the website, dePietro.com. The story of the day on this Monday, June 28th, is obviously the weather. It is, um, we are in the middle of this heat wave. It's going to last today. It's going to last tomorrow. Now, depending on where you are right now, the temperature is at least 90 degrees, and it feels like 100 and even 101, 102 as far as the real-time temperature. And tomorrow looks like it's going to be even hotter. So, folks, now, if you're having a problem with your cooling system, right now it's 154 And maybe you're saying on this Monday afternoon, and you're listening on either 99.9 FM or AM 1380, and you're having a problem with your cooling system, which can happen. Folks, pick up the phone and call J.K.L. Engineering, licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts, 401-351-7600. J.K.L. Engineering. With J.K.L., they can... uh, Estimates are free. Financing is available. This is no time. If your cooling system, if you're having problems on this Monday in this kind of heat with your cooling system, call JKL 401-351-7600. Or maybe because of this, you've been thinking you do want central air. Call JKL Engineering 401-351-7600. Remember, estimates are free. Financing is available. Call J.K.L. Engineering, 401-351-7600. Well, folks, good afternoon. Again, without question, it is the uh, story of the day. Is this heat wave that has come uh, bearing down. You want to stay nice and cool. It is brutally oppressive hot outside, and it's going to last for a little bit. Heat index is going to, it definitely feels like it is one, it will, real-time temperature feels like over 100 degrees inland. And then, uh, and then obviously the, um, the, the temperature is uh, very hot, but it's, it was stifling yesterday. It's, it's going to be uh, stifling today and tomorrow. And then uh, some relief will start to come midweek. And then we'll see what the weather is going to be like for the for the 4th of July weekend. But now at the State House, they are in session still this week. 
and they're still trying to uh, wind down the session. I'm laughing at the fact that isn't it amazing how these people that then try to run interference and defending Senator Sheldon Whitehouse doesn't matter what the truth is, doesn't matter what he said. You know, it is protect him at all cost. That's then the goal. And it's pretty pathetic that they have to even drag out a former reporter, total progressive Scott McKay. Immediately they go on the attack, folks. And that's how then they act. Their job is not to. And again, he's, he's not even still working. He's retired. But their job, as they see it, is not to try to get to the truth. Their job, as they see it, is you got to defend Senator Sheldon Whitehouse. And it kind of makes sense to me why, you know, he's, he's, he can be intimidating, big blowhard, and would want to attack anyone. And he would attack any local reporter that wants to start to go after him. And they're not, you know, the fact that, yeah, that, that is true. Go local prob, they do do stories without a byline. Uh, that is absolutely true. They put out information like that. It has nothing to do with with, um, with that they have threats or anything like that. Because then why would anyone else then not uh, have a byline? Which is so you have, they, they do. They just see like Go Local News team putting out the story and so forth. That's not what it's all about. It's, it's just because they don't, they don't want you to know who's writing a lot of the stories. And a lot of it is also like smoke and mirrors. Uh, but Senator Whitehouse's reaction to being asked about being a member of an all-white club, that's what's driving the story. Make no mistake about it, folks. That's what's driving the story. So, so folks, now, the, um, the number one goal today is you want to stay nice and cool, stay inside, uh, make sure, you know, uh, you want to stay hydrated. Uh, this is um, really, really uh, uncomfortable temperatures, and it looks like even this is going to stay like this through Wednesday. I'm still seeing 90 degrees, and then because of the humidity, it is absolutely uh, brutal out. But it's going to remain real, very, very warm tonight, overnight, and then even uh, tomorrow at this time, same, same type of uh, situation. So, again, if you haven't checked it out, check out. Oh, hold on. I'm seeing right now Attorney General statement. The investigation in this office uh, by Attorney General Peter Narona is complete. As soon as we're in a position to share information, we will do so. Uh, the Office of Communication with the Attorney represented three individuals. Um, so, so that is definitely news that uh, Attorney General Peter Narona is uh, commenting on. Uh, the investigation by this office. Uh, continues to move forward. It's critical. Any uh, They want to make sure that it's complete before they announce anything. As soon as they do, they're going to share it. Um, so, folks, listen, it's John DePietro. Stay cool on this Monday. We're back tomorrow at 11. The John Dion program is next. Stay tuned for the 2 o'clock news. There ain't no cure for the summertime news. 1380 WNRI. One soccer.